So, Chris, after seeing seeing on your uh, resume there, Yale, HBS, Warden, like I'm, I'm going in with this a little nervous. And so, with my Elon education, I don't know if I can uh, stack up with you. I mean, that's a, that's an impressive resume you have. Oh man, I, I look a lot better on paper. I'll tell you that. But uh, yeah. yeah, I've yeah. had a I've had some good experiences, and you know, obviously went to some good schools and. I uh, was fortunate enough to play football and, and um, you know, get into business uh, after football. But yeah, man, it's been great. I'm really grateful, you know, for the experiences I've had, the people I've been able to, you know, associate with. And so um, at a little different phase in my life, got two young boys and married and living in Cali. And so it's uh, it's busy, but I uh, can't complain, man. So Harvard Yale game, who are you taking? Oh, Yale all day. All me? right. Even though you went to HBS, you're still taking Yale. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No what's it what's it like playing that game i mean that, that's like to me i mean i grew up in boston and all this and went to the game like that seems just such a cool historic game must have been pretty cool to play in it's you know it's just an amazing rivalry uh with with a great history it's funny my brother is 10 years older went to princeton and so i always had a kind of family rivalry with uh yeah. with princeton but the harvard games are always big man it doesn't it seems like it doesn't matter what happens during the season as long as you beat harvard your uh your season is kind of salvaged but um it's funny man you know i was lucky enough to play for a long time after college but when i get together with my college buddies they're always talking about what happened in the harvard game and you know reciting yeah. certain plays i'm like how the heck do you guys remember that stuff it's crazy but uh yeah you know and then, and then it's funny after college ben you know, some of my good friends are guys I played against in, in the Ivy League. And so you uh, you have this crazy rivalry and, and dislike them during college. We end up being friends with them after you realize they're, they're just like us, you know. Yeah, I, I have this memory. I went through Harvard Yale with my grandfather. Had it been like five or, or no, maybe eight. And one, the, after the game, one of the players gave me his chin strap. And I just thought that was like the coolest thing. I still I had it probably for like five years in my room, like hanging on the wall. I have no clue. Yeah. Who, I, just, I wish I knew who it was. But yeah. Uh, that oh, was, that's amazing. Uh, it was it was a cool uh you know memory there. So obviously yeah. education is important to you. Where's where's that come from? Is it that something your parents instilled? You know, it's funny, man. Ne neither one of my parents really went to college. My brother was a was a really positive influence on my life. Like I said, my brother was about 10 years older and um mm -hmm. went to Princeton and and then started working uh on Wall Street after after Princeton. So, you know, education was always really important to me. I was a big hockey player as a kid. So I went to this little prep school in Connecticut called Avon Old Farm. So I thought I was gonna be a hockey player uh, later in life and then came out and played played football and baseball at Yale. But um yeah, education's always been important. Uh, you know, obviously going to Yale my chances of making the NFL was were, were pretty slim. I was a quarterback at Yale, actually, and they made me a fullback in the league. But, um, but yeah, and then afterward, obviously, you know, I'm sure you talk about this all the time, the transition from being a pro athlete to the real world. It's tough, man. No matter how long you played or how much money you made or, or how famous or not famous, it's the transition's tough. And so luckily I had some skill sets and, and certainly an education to fall back on. I did those executive programs at Harvard and Wharton my last two years in the league. And that, that was great because I've been out of school for a long time and, you know, kind of get back in the grind and, and more importantly, meet people. Uh, I met a lot of great people there that I, that I still talk to, including students and, and professors. So it was a, it was a really great experience for that time in my life. Yeah. I was going to ask you how much you were thinking of really while you're playing, you know, for all those years, like what you were going to be doing afterwards or what life is like afterwards. And I, I feel like you were almost just like right before that time where like these, you know, guys now are like, it's their business. It's all about like, 
to be an off-field business, 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 where I feel like it was like the, just like not the love of the game back when you played and not that you played so long ago, but like it was just like I feel like guys didn't think about it as much back then. Do you feel that's, that's the case? Yeah, you know, I, I talk about this all the time. I think it's great. I mean, these these guys and girls, you know, the, the pro athletes have so much access to to business deals now and their agents are pretty proactive and and uh when i played it was man i was a college free agent out of yale so i was full-time trying to survive as long as i could luckily i survived 11 years but i did some you know i did some uh internships uh in merrill lynch where my brother works and um you know a couple other internships but uh it's certainly not what it is today and I, i uh I, I really think it's great. I think they're getting a lot of opportunities and um, there's a lot more kind of financial literacy now. I think the league's doing a pretty good job of of trying to get in these guys' ears and stuff. So yeah, it's good, man. It's really positive. Yeah. So like, is there like, you've been going to, it seems like you, was it been almost 20 years since you've been out of the game? 2007. Yeah. So it seems, that, some days it feels like yesterday, other days it feels about 50 years ago, but uh yeah, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a long time. Um, you know, I missed a game. I try to try to get back and and go to a few games. I obviously root for every team I played for, and then you know I still keep in touch with a lot of guys, which is fun. And uh, yeah. of course, I'm involved in fantasy football, which keeps me uh, me plugged in. So, what do you yeah. miss most? I just miss the 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 guys, the camaraderie, the locker yeah. room. The, the, you know, preparing to go to battle. I missed the preparation. Um, you know, I still train like I'm a professional athlete because I, you know, obviously I'm very health conscious, but, um, you know, I'm the, I'm the crazy guy who wakes up at four 30 and jumping in the cold tub and yeah. you know, on a working out and yoga and meditate, but I love it, man. I'm a kind of a meathead at heart. Um, but I miss the guys. I miss, uh, you know, like I said, the battle, some of the, you just can't replace that feeling, right? Like walking through the tunnel and, and uh, it's hard to replace. You can't get that in a finance meeting or, or an investor meeting, but uh, you know, you, you, you pick your battles later in life and, and you kind of reflect on that and use the, use the things that got you there. And um, you know, the things you learn both from, you know, good leaders and, and maybe bad leaders. And that's, that's helped me in my professional life. You know, look back at some of the the coaches I had and I'm just like, Oh man, like, what were you doing? Or, you know, look at some of the positive experience I had uh, with coaches and how much an Im- impact they've made in my life. And so I try to do that as a leader, you know, a CEO or, or, you know, the organizations I've worked for. And so it's, it's been good. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, you are, uh, as I am too, a self-proclaimed uh, meathead, but you're also, uh, I heard you describe yourself a few times as performance op- optimizer. And so Help us under help me like what's that what's that mean as the performance optimizer like what's that what's that mean you hear it thrown around like all the time these days and so what's it mean to you? It means just optimizing at your best or performing at your best in, in whatever you do and that's you know in my job and being a dad you know being a husband uh, and so for me I played football twenty six years man I you know I've had a lot of collision and so. I got to take care of myself. I'm very conscious about what I put in my body and, and uh, you know, I'm keto uh, six days a week and then I pretty much eat whatever I want on Sundays. Like I'm going to prison on Mondays, but uh, you know, I enjoy it. I love the discipline and the, and the grind and the grit that's involved. Um, but yeah, just, I enjoy the whole process, you know, and I, I try to live my life and make, you know, I still live, right. You got to make a lot more good decisions than bad, but just optimizing my performance every day, being, you know, not being hung over is cu- crucial, you know, uh, 
you know, taking supplements, eating well, working out. And, and like I said, I have my fair share of injuries. So if I didn't work out, I'd be in trouble. So yeah. yoga has really had a positive influence in my life. And then, you know, I founded this CBD company um, about three years ago, and that's made a really, really positive impact on my life. And, you know, some of the injuries I've had and sleep problems and and all that stuff. So it's, uh, it's been great. It's a lot of work, as you know, being an entrepreneur, um, but we're, we're trying to make an impact and help people, um, you know, but people like my mom, who's 83 and, and been in pain or my former teammates or, you know, people that have been, been wanting to take CBD, but can't take it for fear of testing positive for a drug test. You know, there's a lot of THC contamination, a lot of CBD out there. So we're, we're going the opposite route. We're, we're bringing, you know, the purest, safest, most trusted products to market. And, um, just trying to get the word out there and spread awareness you know it's uh oh. a lot yeah i love it well talk to me what so where did the idea for get peels come from like what's your involvement and, and you know take take us one step further in the business yeah so this was in um i was introduced to the idea in 2019 i i was you know, we talked back in the day, I was a CEO of this company called Resilience Code in Denver, and it was kind of a, yeah. a human optimization center, right? Like this true yeah. one-stop shop for all your medical performance needs. It was awesome. But I had an 18-month assignment there, came in and, and uh, restructured the business, raised a bunch of money and wanted to go the entrepreneur route, wanted to, you know, be in the health and wellness space. So I was very intrigued by the cannabis and CBD space. A lot of my buddies from Yale were, you know, starting cannabis funds and SPACs and all that stuff. But I was more, I'm not a really cannabis guy. So I'm more focused on CBD and, you know, studied the space for about six months. I probably tried 50 brands and, and learned the various extraction methods. And kind of serendipitously, I met these three young entrepreneurs that, that had an idea more specifically, they had a relationship with a biotech company that was deriving cannabinoids from alternative sources other than hemp or cannabis. And so um, met the biotech partner, tried the product. So they're deriving it. So it's a proprietary process called cyclic terpene assembly. And what that is, is basically they, they take the terpenes and orange peels, they combine it with the Livitol, which is a naturally occurring organic compound. Terpenes are, are biosynthetic building blocks, right? And under heat and pressure in the presence of a catalyst, what comes out on the other end is this pure crystalline CBD that's molecularly identical. So it's the same molecular structure, acts in the body in the same way. It has the same benefits as hemp-derived CBD, but no association with hemp or cannabis. It's the purest form of the molecule, consistent time in and time out. You know, we don't use any class one or two solvents. It's basically chemical synthesis, Ben. It's how you know, vitamins are made in a lab in a controlled environment. So, you know, we have a real really big opportunity. Um, you know, we've had some challenges with marketing and advertising. We were assuming, you know, when we first got involved, we wouldn't have the same marketing and advertising restrictions and regulatory restrictions and banking restrictions. Unfortunately, it's just not the case. And so yeah. maybe to get on the phone with the right decision makers and, and it's opening up. I think these social channels, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, you know, payment processing is opening up a little bit. And then Look, no one knew the FDA was going to sit on their hands this long and, and they punted it to Congress and retailers are kind of, you know, the big box, at least are sitting on the sidelines. And, and so it's a lot of work, but I'm I'm really passionate about what we're doing. You know, like I said, it's been my holy grail for my my wellness you know journey. And 
I haven't taken an Advil in three years and haven't taken a sleep medication. And, you know, man, they were handing that stuff out like they were Tic Tacs when I played football. And and uh, I see a lot of my my former teammates struggle, man. So trying to trying to help people, trying to spread the word. So it's uh, it's been good. So what what are the like talk to us about like kind of like the daily not, not routine, but like how do you use peels like throughout the day? Like what what's your use? Yeah, so, so I we, think there's a lot of athletes listening that sorry they cut you off, but there's a lot of athletes listening that would probably relate and like take your advice on how 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 you use it. Yeah. I use it religiously every day. I wake up in the morning, I put the oil in my coffee. Um, you know, dosage is is key, right? And my famous saying is like, it's not necessarily what you feel, it's what you don't feel. You're not gonna feel buzz, you're not gonna feel euphoric, but, but you're not gonna be in pain or you're not gonna be sleepless. And so I, I take the oil in the morning, I take a double dose, which is, uh, you know, two, two milliliters. Um, and then I'll take some gummies, uh, you know, early afternoon uh, to kind of take the edge off. And then at night I take uh, our night oil, which is basically our original CBD oil formula plus melatonin. And then I take a couple gummies. And so, I mean, literally I take them religiously every day. And like I said, man, it's uh, my body feels good. My mind is 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 clear and present and uh, I'm sleeping well at night. I'm, you know, tracking my sleep at the whoop band, all that stuff. So uh I'm kind of a uh, I'm kind of a biohacker. I don't love that word, but uh, yeah, CBD is an amazing molecule, man. There's a lot of it's all about education, right? There's a lot of brands out there, and um, retailers are frustrated because they're having to pull products off the shelf that are either more THC than advertised or less CBD than advertised. It's the wild wild west, and so I, I knew we had a really good opportunity to come in and, and provide, like I said, pure safe products and. Um, Marketing and advertising is tough, right? You know, the game and, uh, yeah. you know, with these restrictions and not be able to, you know, really promote your products the way you want to is is challenging. But um, we're figuring it out. We got a great team around us. We brought some great partners in. We got some really supportive investors, um, you know, some current former professional athletes. We got some celebrities. It's It's been great to, uh, you know, get the right people to to be able to endorse the brand in, in authentic ways, you know, and, and how it's helped them and their wellness journey. I mean, it's going to infiltrate sports like it, but just like sports betting, right? It's just about the money, right? And yep. getting there and the, the teams and the leagues want a piece, but it would be a disservice to the athletes to not have it, you know, not let CBD, you know, be a part of the game. Yeah, man, you know the deal. It's, you know, big pharma controls some of these decisions. And, uh, but you're seeing, right? Like Major League Baseball, uh, you know, came out and, and Charlotte's Web's the official CBD sponsor of Major League Baseball. Uh, you're seeing NBA kind of loosen the restrictions on, on cannabis and CBD. So to your point, it's, it's, a hell of a lot better solution than than uh these toxic you know pre-driven meds i'm i'm very grateful that they're starting to kind of open up to it and uh to your point man it's it's uh it can really help these athletes i, I know it's helped me for for a number of years now and so uh yeah we just got to get the word out there we got to get people um to to have open minds to these uh alternative solutions and, and at the end of the day it's all about the players man the players are the assets and so you know, it's billion dollar organizations, multi-billion dollar. And so the key is to to keep them on the field and, and you know, help them recover and, and CBD can do that. So, yeah, well, we'll make sure to include a link to get peel so everybody can check it out. And uh, so b beyond that, I saw your son, Jack, is in an ad for Ruben Golf. 
anything else you have going on, like kind of beyond your field that um, you can share with us? Yeah, it's fun, man. I've been not that I have a lot of spare time, but I've been I've been helping companies, um, you know, in the athletic space. There's a, a company called Game Breaker, which I, I know the founder pretty well. He's got the this soft shell helmet technology. Um, you know, I'm on the board of the Concussion Legacy Foundation with Chris Nowinski, you know, very passionate about that, that uh, initiative. And, you know, I was I was back where uh, I had a Yale football event in New York City last week. And, you know, a few of my former teammates are are struggling. So trying to trying to do my part to spread awareness of CTE and and uh, and then, you know, just trying to stay in sports as much as I can. Obviously, I don't have a lot of spare time. I'm, I'm ahead. I'm coaching my son Jack's uh, Little League baseball team, which is a, a lot of time and commitment. And uh, but uh, I love it, man. I love being a dad and, um, you know, love spending time with the kids. My my wife is is a really great woman, is a great mom. And so really enjoying life, man, trying to trying to be present as much as I can and uh you know try to create this work-life balance i mean being an entrepreneur is tough uh you know with uh with the number of hours and stress and all that stuff yeah. but can't complain man just trying to trying to stay involved as much as i can i love sports and uh very grateful for my my time in the league and and the people i've met so i try to keep in touch with as many guys as possible yeah well i you know i kind of talk about balance there and i'm so bad at it, like kind of getting out of my routine and finding balance but like when, when it is, when you're out of your routine, you're finding balance, like, what are you doing? Is it golf? Like, what, where do you find that kind of escape from all, all the kind of craziness you have? Yeah. Other than, other than spending time with my family at golf, I love golf. I've been playing. My dad owned a driving range when I was a kid, man. So I grew up in driving. fun. I played in that little celebrity tour for a while. I, I'm a member of a club in LA called Lakeside, which is really fun. Great course and great members. Um, I play a uh, six pack softball league. I'm in a couple of leagues there. So trying to, nice. trying to stay active, man, when you're a retired athlete, it's, you know, it's all you got, right. So you got to, got to get involved in something and stay active. And and I love the the team aspect of it. It's great. You know, the softball is really fun. I play with a bunch of maniacs here in California. So it's good. That's awesome. Well, Chris, I really appreciate the, uh, the time today, everyone go check out, get peels. Like we will again, include a link so everybody can check it out. But thanks again for your time. Appreciate it, man. Good to see you. Have a great one.